Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like... Minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys. A podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series, Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine, or even a cosmopolitan, and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through sex and the city for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber. And we have so many amazing things going on today. Uh, we have an incredible guest with us, and we were recording in the place where she lives, which is the city of Los Angeles. Please welcome our friend, Mamrie Hart. Oh, hi. Bradshaw Boys. Hey, Hello. thank you so much for being here. How's I'm excited. I was late. It's just how I like to it's enter. All right. It's LA, I feel <laughs> like. That's what Carrie would do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then she would talk about like what made her late, and then someone would bring up their relationship problem, and she would draw it back to her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely. No, for sure. The world's a mirror. Um, we uh, This is the first episode we've done in Los Angeles. That's yeah. right. Which first is incredible. one outside of the confines of Brooklyn, I think. Wow. I we've done ever... some in the Hamptons. Oh, That's yeah, true. we have. We have. Yeah. How does it feel to be doing an, epi- like an episode in a different city? It not does... the city of... New York? It yeah, does yeah. Not the city of Sex in the City. Right. It is, yeah, it feels a little weird. It feels like we had a different routine. We woke up this morning. We all like got some coffee. Yeah. We were like, weather's nice. Yeah, yeah that a was little the first different. Thing we yeah, yeah I, I just think LA, being in New York for 10 years, like LA mm-hmm. just feels so different. It like does. I was, here, I was in New York for eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where Corey and I know each other from. Yep. And I remember the first couple times I was out here, it felt like every, like the entire city had been dusted in Xanax. I was like, yeah. everyone is so chill. Yeah. This m- we yes. might get a drink later. <laughs> like, you know, like it's, you get definitive plans in New York. What did the guy say at this the This morning shop? we went to a great coffee shop near where we're staying called Bicycle Coffee, which is oh, in yeah. like downtown so LA, little Tokyo. And we get there and John and I saw this name on a card that was like Zishawinovich, like the longest Polish name. Mm-hmm. And we were like, can you settle a bet? What's How do you pronounce this? And he's like, that's my name. And then we talked the whole time and he was like, yeah, I'm the head roaster here. And he was the <gasps> nicest guy. And then so afterward, nice. he was like, well, thanks for coming in. We're like, yeah, nice to meet you. And he goes, I appreciate you. Yeah, really appreciate wow. you. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Really Most people in New York would just be like, get the fuck yeah. out yeah, of here. Yeah, they'd be like, the like, milk is over there. Shut up. No, I definitely, that was another thing coming here. Any waiter or anyone in the service industry, I was like, 
are they mocking how yes. friendly I am? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, it was like this is this is a bit. Yes. Yeah. No. Totally. No, it's y- nice here, guys. Yeah. Do you get used to it? Is it is it just always that way? Or is I it, think uh, so. I think you do. And my my next question is: Have you has that rubbed off on you now? Like, I've always been a fucking pleasure. You have. Well, like I was. (laughs) I so you're from North Carolina. You're from North Carolina, where I'm from. We went to the same college, Uh, even though we didn't know each other. That makes sense. And um and you uh, you are you're you're a comedian, and we met doing shows at UCB in New York. You used to run a show called Celebrity Funeral. Yeah. So I would throw fake funerals for celebrities that got on my nerves and then people would come and do eulogies either as themselves or as doing a celebrity impression or just like as a bit but the first one i ever did was sarah jessica parker yes. no yeah yeah that's awesome it was great wait do you remember but Corey, like he i think you did every single funeral I'm i did like 15 think, of that because we did you God, and Josh, what are some yeah. of the ones? Yeah, me and we, our friend Josh Lay. I remember oh, we did, I did the Johnny like Depp one. J-Lo, it was always, Johnny Depp, yeah. Matthew McConaughey, yep. um, there were, uh, Mariah Carey, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yep. There was a million of them, but you guys would always do a bit, and I was so thankful. We, it you, was so much fun. Did you do the Sarah Jessica Parker one? Yeah. I, that I was think, where we met, I think. But I don't remember what bit we did for that one. If you do remember, like, you're just like, now that we've met. Sarah now that we've met. Like, oh, no. Well, well it was the... a roast. It was all in yeah. good fun. It was never yeah, mean yeah. spirited. It was just like, let's call out the ridiculousness. Yeah. Like you yeah. would, yeah. you know, on anything. It was such a fun show. Yeah. Do you still do those shows? I don't. I'm a okay. hermit now. Well, you this do. This is the first time I've left the house in months. <laughs> <But> here, <laughs> I know. We kept trying to schedule this and we were like, you were like, do it at my apartment. We were like, no. Come <laughs> yeah. to our apartment. No, get some sunshine. Come on. Um, but uh, but you do you you do a podcast too, which yeah. we'll talk about. Uh, you do a podcast with you and Grace. Grace Helbig and I have a podcast called "This Might Get Weird," um, and again, out of my home. There you go. <laughs> but no, it's just us shooting the shit and basically, you know, we are old school YouTubers and things like that, and we realized we would always just catch up for half an hour before we would do a video and she'd be like, oh shit, we, you're right, we got to do the video. So why not record yeah. us? Yeah. We just catch up every week yeah. and basically try to out-weird each other That's with a, stories. The whole point of this was essentially to watch, have an excuse for us to watch Sex yeah. and exactly. Exactly. I was going to yeah. say, what's the origin story, Well, gentlemen? it was, we have all known each other for... I'm sure your listeners know, but... Yeah, but hey, let's do it again. Uh, in LA, it'll be way more relaxed when we describe mm-hmm. it this yeah. time. Um, we'll appreciate it more. Well, yeah. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. No, we've all known each other for like over 10 years. Kevin and I hosted a stand-up show together for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then we were out at a party one night. John and I had talked like the week before at a house party about how Sex in the City was like kind of this like go-to relaxing show, but we'd never seen a lot. I would just like... I love New York TV shows. So we live in so New you York. So just put it on yeah. in the background? I would, I would put it on. I would. I, there was like three episodes that I would watch Oh, the same ones. I would be like, I want to get into this show. Oh. And then I'd be like, I've seen this one before. I'll just watch it again. So I'd Sex only seen... Sex the City was your ASMR? You just basically. Just like put it in the background. It was like Pinterest for me where I kind of knew what it was. I didn't really understand it. I knew some of the players involved, but like, yeah. I, lo- I was intrigued. And your wife watched How it. How long have you been intrigued by per- Pinterest? I, I, just, <laughs> I never I decided really, like, to figure it out. I don't. I still haven't. <laughs> but I know my wife likes it and, and her friends do. And so I'm That's like... good enough for me. This is interesting. Yeah. It then, was like porn for me. It was like, I've never seen it. <laughs> and I yeah. and I know it's not allowed, but I'm kind of interested. Okay, no. <laughs> no, I like you, that. I definitely had never, I definitely had never seen it, and was like, I remember coming up when it was like 
not like people were like, there's yeah. a show called Sex and City. And mm. I was like, oh my gosh. The title sucks. alone. Yeah. It was like that Is and like Marilyn Manson sex? were two things at the same time <laughs> yeah. that I was just like, what's the world coming to? Man, the, cr- <laughs> the crossover that could have been. Um, and then, I yeah, watched what about you? Sex and the City. So when I was growing up, like from the time I was 10 to early 20s, my dad and stepmom lived in L.A. Because they were in the industry. And so they had all the good channels because it would be a write-off. So what I would do is I would come out here and binge, like essentially, I think we actually taped them. Like on a VHS, on a VHS tape. and oh, I yeah. would watch the episodes with my stepmom. And I remember my dad would have to leave. Like my dad would like go into like a different room or to the back house and like do his own thing. <laughs> and I would watch Sex and the City with my stepmom. And, you know, it was around the, I think it was kind of pretty much high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there mm-hmm. were moments where it felt Super scandalized. Oh, yeah. sure. Also, to be watching this with a parent. Yeah, she totally. was like a cool stepmom. Yeah. So was yeah, that like that, a bonding moment for the two of you? I think so. That's yeah, really cool. we really. It was you know we would reference it a lot to each other. Yeah. And I didn't have HBO. Of course. Back yeah. in North Carolina. Heck no. I don't no one had HBO. No, you got that like one weekend yes. a year. You got Disney and then, as yeah. a trial. And then sometimes <laughs> you get parents would be like, oh, it was over the summer usually. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, we would have it for like a month. And then when it was gone, I was so sad. No, yeah. I wanted that rich kids, And all the rich kids too, they just had like cans of soda in their fridge. Yeah. Oh, I know. They and had they a had, soda fridge. Yeah. yeah. They in had the a, basement. My yeah. parents, no. They had that. No there way. was always a pool table or a stand-up video game in someone's, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, in oh. someone's oh, garage. Yeah, the, real, the real one. real rich kids had a custom ice machine. Did anyone have like a, a side <laughs> hatch ice dispenser? No, no that's no, incredible. I, I know what you're... You know, I, there was if like I one ever saw kid, that though, I'd be like... It was I insane. Know you, I know you got HBO too. It was there. insane. Also, this might be a North Carolina thing, but I, when I'm specifically thinking of the rich kid um, at in my school that had like the finished basement mm-hmm. with the big screen TV yes. that was, that was you know, the box. size of a studio apartment yes. <laughs> yeah. and the stand up and the bar and the pool table. Yes. They always collected those collegiate basketball soda cans. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that might be a North Carolina thing, but yes, there was always like, like a Duke can, yeah, like, a UNC can. a 1984 NC State Wolfpack 100%. can of Coke, a bowl, like, It and was then, like a whole shell. And then someone like one of their dads would always have drilled a small hole to drain the soda out so they yeah. could drink the commemorative soda but still have the can oh and it looks like it's God. not open for some reason that yes. is synonymous with like rich kids with yes. hbo in my head 100 really funny there's like that and a <laughs> couple like pennants hanging up and uh-huh. yeah and there's like oh that was the duke blue soda the soda was actually blue we're like well well I, no I proof like there you go. <laughs> well no sorry Those someone drank always it. had that giant that giant Sony Universal remote that never worked. Yeah. Huge. Yes. So it was just Massive. like a big screen, and, and the dad would be like, "Hold on, mm-hmm. hold on." Two would, Lazy Boys. Yeah, yeah. 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 Don't with, with the, the with the cup holder and inside the of the Lazy Boy, and yeah. always a Nordic track. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Dude, always my, a Nordic track that's just dusty as shit. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we had a Nordic track that was a, solely used to like fold clothes on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like those got to hang up. Oh, long wait, long you had you had a Nordic track. We'd, we we had a couple we had a couple good years. Okay. And yeah. then <laughs> well, we were Nordic we, tracking. Yeah, back when we would get wooden exercise equipment. <laughs> yeah. Don't mean yeah. that. We had a Nordic track, but we had none of those other things. And the Nordic track was in our rec room, which was also my dad's office, and it was just like files and papers and a huge Gateway 2000 computer yes. and the Nordic track. And my dad was the only person that I knew that used it religiously. Oh, he actually used it? Oh, he would use it 
20 Does he to still use really? it? Really? He they got rid of it a couple of years ago Shout and, he, and he, he goes to the Y now. Yeah, he my dad is is in his 70s and he used it up till a couple of years ago. It's simulated cross country skiing. Cross country really? skiing. Yeah. They, they were like the best workout. The cross country, country skiing. skiing. What a fad. I know. So 90s. The Nordic. Uh, do you want to feel Nordic? <laughs> yeah, get your life on track like, and yeah. be this you know low infant mortality rate country. Exercise <laughs> like the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fish oil in Nordic track. Yeah. Wow, strong. Did, did you watch any other shows, or was that the only one? Was there another HBO show that you watched? That um, well, my uh, stepmom and dad had pretty good taste. So in that HBO world, like they introduced me to Tenacious D. Oh wow! Oh yeah. And yeah. Curb and yeah, yeah, things like that. That's great. Tenacious D's HBO show back that, in like mm-hmm. oh it was amazing. Exactly. You remember the Sasquatch Fantastic. episode? I I loved. I it was so good. Savor every single few episodes. Yeah, of yeah. D. It's so if you go, it, it holds up too. If you go back and rewatch, I them, was it's in very good. When I went uh, for New Year's, I went to Germany and we were standing at a like a kielbasa stand or whatever in mm-hmm. Berlin, and the guy was just like throwing out sausages and playing Tenacious D at full volume. That's I all like, I need. That's how you've made it when just people around the world are just blasting your music. Mm, all the, the best. Time. Um, Wait. Can we do a classic, the classic question? Okay. Um, do you, are, do you, are you one of the girls? Do you identify as Ugh. one of them? Ugh, you know. I think a lot of fractions these days, a lot of I'm half this, half this, but. Right, no, I think it's tough because I do have the self-involvement of Carrie. <laughs> but I'm a Miranda. Yeah. I'm super driven. You have red hair? Uh, yes, red hair, super driven. I will not have the babies, but like I want a cute husband who makes less than me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need the power, you know? Yeah. So I am gladly a Miranda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you... We, we we sort of talked like we talked about you living in New York and mm-hmm. you were in New York for a solid eight years yeah. doing tons of stuff before you moved here. But growing up watching the show, did it influence your New York experience at all? Or did you were like, I'm going to move to New York and it's going to be like this? Did it color your expectations at all? I don't think it really did. I think I was more of a realist about it because like watching it with Anne, the stepmom, like I was fully aware of how much the wardrobe cost. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't watching it in a small town and being like, I'm going to have those clothes. I was watching it here in LA and then being like, Oh, there's that coat at Macy's. It's $4,000. You know, I was very aware of like, it was a glossy version of New York. Yeah. I I think. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I yeah. Are and you a fashion person? We're always really bad with the fashion. Yeah, I horrible. think I would call you for someone that's known you and like seen you through the lens of social media. I would say that you are a fashion person. Um, I like a deal. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, I was talking about this earlier, and now I'm going to say it for a fifth time. I'd call myself a maxinista. Oh yeah. More than oh, I've yeah. said. I have said maxinista five times in the last two days, and I don't know why. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'm I a TJ maxinista. Yeah. Um, I like quirky style, so I always appreciated it, and then like. Uh, they have some famous. Who's the? Do you guys know like the costume? Pat Field. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was obsessed with that yeah. and mm. Carrie's outfits. But also, fully aware you have to be eighty pounds to yeah. be able to pull off half of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know half, what I mean? Half of the show is us just being like, 
Sarah Jessica Parker, how does she have that body? Well, that body, just, that, that we, sucking we also body. miss everything because I, I was thinking we didn't even comment last week about how she got her hair cut. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know we did. We didn't miss she, the fact that it's a huge that deal. The she's beginning short is, hair, and we just like completely glossed over. I noticed it. that mm. that we are like beginning of season five. Short yeah. hair. Her hair is like maybe even a tinge blonder, and we yeah. didn't say any a word about it. Wait, so since this has to, will this come out chronologically after her episode? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, so give me the dish. Was it incredible? I yeah. mean, it was amazing. We mm. we talked about it yeah. on the episode. It was okay. an, it was it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it was amazing. She was incredibly gracious. Yeah. I hear she's the nicest lady. The, so nice. That's so what nice. we've heard from everyone. And then on the phone call, even the parts of the phone call that aren't recorded of just like getting set up, the nicest person. She was at dinner with family members, and she stepped out like Stop. onto the street, and she was like, when she called, she was like, hey. um, is it okay? You know, I'm at dinner with family. We were like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And you can hear horns honking and stuff. It was yeah. very she New York and very, she's, she she's very Carrie Bradshaw in New York. And she, the said nicest at the end, she was like, I'd like to do this again, like in person without earbuds and a delay. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden we already knew cause you could hear it, but it was like, She's literally just has earbuds is like walking around in front of a restaurant right. being like, right. when we were like, I loved filming this with Chris Noth. Yeah. He's still a friend. And we're like, yeah, it was very surreal. Was you know, it's, I think about when I hear that, not only is she walking around talking to you guys on the streets of New York, but Matthew Broderick is waiting in a restaurant. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I yeah. Know. Yeah, totally. Like, that's crazy. I know. He's waiting inside just like, just like, I, I don't know. I he, think she'll take the yeah. Yeah. butternut squash yeah. ravioli. Uh, I, I, I'll do the monkfish too, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Honey? Yeah, yeah. Waving to her out the window. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, we we're we're plugging right along. We're in okay. season five, and we're in episode two. I don't. I couldn't be like, ah, oh, yes, the burger okay. episode. Yeah. So, so <laughs> big just left for L.A. Well, I bet burger oh, does get introduced. Did yeah. you guys just get the? You you take. If we, you're tired, we, you take a nap. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we talked. Yeah. We, we, we talked to her about that. Yeah, yeah. I quote that constantly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talked to her she, about she was like, wine. "Isn't there a joke about?" Because yeah, we did Napa? a wine review, and she was like, "Isn't there a joke about Napa?" And then we told her, "She's like, that's oh my gosh, a, yeah, that's a classic." Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Show. completely. Um, but this show, this episode's called uh, "Unoriginal Sin." Unoriginal Sin. So, oh, unoriginal sin. I have no idea what it could be about. Um, I'm excited to dig in though. I feel like it's an Catholicism. I don't know. Very theological. Yeah, yeah. There, I bet there will be an Apple reference. I think Am I, I, think am I gonna get a sad app? Am I getting one of the sad apps? We don't, I don't know. We don't. I don't, we, we don't <laughs> I know. You know, the, you know this. Is, this is the first time we've ever seen this. Yeah, okay. we have no idea. Yeah, we're watching it through. We've never seen this. But I don't think so. We've heard that season five is a very feel-good season, so yeah. I, I don't feel like it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Well, we're gonna watch it and then we'll be back. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Episode sixty-eight, unoriginal. Carrie gets an offer from a publisher who wants to make a book out of her column. Charlotte takes a self-help seminar and takes affirmations to try to find love again. Miranda agrees to have Brady baptized and chooses Carrie as the godmother. Samantha takes Richard back, despite the girls advising against it. And now, back to the boy. And we're back. Unoriginal wow. sin. Wow. Unoriginal sin. You guys did bring me in for a sappy app. <laughs> we, we did. We didn't realize we were bringing you in for a sappy app. The Sorry only that. episode that, was... that even like touches religion. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. That it is was, true. It yeah. was. Well, there's the other one where 
the original hot priest. Like there's like oh, Fleabag yeah, season two now. And, but, <gasps> but she Samantha dated that hot priest for I a second. Forgot about that. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Well, but, here we are. But this one was more like religion sappy and less mm-hmm. hot priest. Yeah. With well, it definitely. I mean, I we'll get into it. But it was definitely. It was more on the not just sappy. It was like way more melodramatic. So mm-hmm. much than I than even in season four. Well, I think it's because she's dealing with pessimism for the first time yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. like i know she says charlotte is is the eternal optimist but for the most part like carrie is pretty uh, they're all pretty optimistic so right. to see her wrestle with like doubt and not be hopeful mm-hmm. set like a really different tone to the show i think mm-hmm. i think the thing that stood out for me the most in this episode and i have i took down some notes but the first thing is she's I'm realizing she's 36, which is my age, which Mm. is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's like, you know, 36-year-old desperate women. And I was like, boo, 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 (laughs) boo. And I've reached Carrie age. Yeah. Sorry, as a female, that's a huge problem. No, yeah. No, I've I've had other women that I'm friends with say that. They're like, I realize I'm the same age as Carrie and Sex in the City. And And I've already written a book. Fuck you, Carrie. Yeah. I was going to say. You've written two books. Yes, I'm wearing only Zara, but... <laughs> um, yeah. Well, What's John, book, I'll, John, you want to? John, give us. You oh yeah. A drink, and I've got this round. I <laughs> love one of my favorite things is like when I'm flying somewhere, going to the like in New York, it's called Hudson, but whatever yes. the bookstore is, and seeing your book there Thank and you, being bless. like, I'm like, I think I texted you one time, and I was like, uh, I'm here at the airport, and I just saw some That's light reading. That's all I need. That's, I That's need. so fantastic. John, it's gonna us- be a pretty surreal experience to see your book on the shelf. It's it's the most legitimizing thing I've ever done in a adulthood of my parents not knowing how to describe what I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? If there's yeah, a yeah. tangible thing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But this is a big episode because of the book and because we get introduced to Amy Sedaris's character. Yes. Who will have an arc. Oh, I mean, oh really? She writes so this. So excited. She's with her during this process, during the launch. Yeah. yeah. That gets something, me so excited. Something yeah. I love mm-hmm. Amy Sedaris. Something that I noticed and this might be... I, I wish I didn't know this, but I think it's like a little sprinkle of foreshadowing is when Charlotte is looking at Carrie's editor mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, I went to sleep with him. He's like bald and has a big head. Because I think she like dates someone, who, a bald a bald dude with a, bit, mm-hmm. with a giant head. Yeah. Greenblatt. I already yeah. know about uh-huh. I don't I don't know a ton about it, but when she was saying that, I was like, oh, they're setting us up for See, all I thought dashed is, expectations. What a fun thing for your agent to send you for an audition. It's like mm-hmm. So yeah. you're going in as the guy that Charlotte's disgusted exactly. by. Exactly, yeah. Because he's big and bald, and then you get two lines and you're out. Yeah, yeah. completely. Like, like that's okay. the worst. Um, all right, I'll do some high-level, like a real quick high-level overview. I okay. think this entire episode was about um, hope and the harm and believing in things. I mean, that's mm. that's what Carrie wrote about. Wow. Um, he's the smart get, one. Of I the mean, group. I was going to say, wow, I didn't know. We were so deep. <laughs> I have lots of notes about French fries. Yeah, no, <laughs> we'll, and we'll get to that, but Sam- Samantha is wrestling with whether or not she can believe in her relationship with Richard. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, of course, is is uh, wrestling with her belief in whether or not she can still love. Carrie is wrestling with the fact that maybe love has passed her. And then, of course, Miranda is dealing with the actual uh, belief and hope and, and religion and dealing with, uh, or what's his name, Steve being Steve. religious and her not being religious. Uh, and they, they tie it in with like Pascal's wager, the idea of... Uh, what's the harm? Like, what's the risk in believing? True. If 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 you have everything to lose but nothing to gain, or everything to gain, type so you thing. May as well, 
just you might as well believe. believe. Yeah, you might as well believe, and that's kind of what they were saying about Brady. You know, going like, to limbo or going. Yeah, what's right. what's what's the risk? So, mm. um, I'm not sure if they tie that back into the story, but I thought it was like an interesting concept for this show, although it did change the tone of it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. The twist. Philosophical. Yeah, yeah. John. John, I love uh, it. John is our philosophy buff on the podcast. He hey. always is very good at weighing in on those things. Well, I'm, you know, hey, 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 hey <laughs> if they're gonna bring <laughs> it up. Hey, hey if they're gonna, gonna, I want to talk about French fries, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, they, uh, her saying that isn't interesting. Chrissy Teigen is about to do a documentary on the French fry. Really. Yeah. Yes. Wait, it's on the French fry? Uh, just about French fries. It's amazing. Really? I knew and that so she was, I was doing just a cooking like, show. Uh, the second I read that like deadline article, I was like, I can't wait to see this doc. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when she was talking about French fries, I was like, I'm in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I um another thing uh, that stood out to me at the top of the show is how do you guys feel about shows and mo- mainly this happens in movies that reference the name of the movie? She said Socks in the City. Yeah. This was the f- and I know that's the name of her article, but it still makes me be like. Oh, hyper aware. It, all, yeah. it automatically yeah. takes me out. It of, takes like, me whenever out of a celebrity too. plays themselves, and it's the same type of thing where I'm just mm. like, "Why did you have to do that?" Right? Yeah. Why are other people actor like yeah. characters and right. you're playing yourself? And they've done that. They did that before they, in they, they the did LA with, episode they, when they come the, to LA. Yeah, yeah and they also did that with Lucy Liu in New York. And yeah, it was really weird because it was like Samantha was Lucy Liu's agent, and Lucy mm. Liu had to act like Lucy Liu on the show. Right. Which, which Lucy Liu. Isn't the best actress. How'd she do playing herself? <laughs> Not great. But like we she, were saying though, from a perspective of, I think it's like, it's one thing to go be yourself somewhere like on a talk show. Right. It's another thing to be yourself in an acted role and be yourself. Yeah. And then someone's writing what you would say. And it's also like, how so do you, it wasn't yeah. great. How do you get great. any direction on that? Yeah. They're like, we think Lucy would like act a little bit different. Like, oh, do Bitch, you? I'm just being myself. Yeah. Like, the, like best, the best version of that is Curb when people play like heightened it. versions of themselves yeah. or mm-hmm. jerk versions of themselves. Or This is the End. I think like people played like, yeah, that's right. like yeah. asshole versions. Totally. Of yeah. This then, be, once you set that precedent for a show like this, then you're never sure if, if it's like, I'm Amy Sedaris. You know what I mean? Right. Totally. Because it's like, but I guess it was Matthew McConaughey and Lucy Liu mm-hmm. were the main ones. But and Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah, Carrie Fisher. Playing themselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. in the LA episode. And then later, SJP and Matthew McConaughey would do Failure to Launch. Did you guys see that? No, no, that has to be on our movie club. We'll do it on our movie club. Wow. It's wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When I lived in New York, I worked at a post facility for a while um, and I was working the front desk and they would mix movies um, beside me and I would just have to hear the same scenes over oh, and over as so they sound mix it and one of them was failure to launch so there was like five months that i just heard to he- had to hear the sjp like classic <laughs> like her scream uh-huh, squeal over and over and over again. that's gotta and be a t- even like, like, with like, a, like a fantastic like, movie that like monotonous job yeah. of hearing over and over again has to be so difficult how impressed were you guys with sjp's whistle oh when she was like yeah, yeah. I can't do it. Didn't I've she always wanted to be like, it's going to be in, in the, the city. city. Yes. In the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She seems like someone who could do the two finger oh, yeah. to her she kids as they so run loud. through the New York street. Yeah. Do you think everyone can do that? It's just we don't have enough patience of getting spit all over ourselves. I wonder I if I should just spend like two hours and I bet you'd get it by the end of that. I think, yeah. No. You, you know what? Really like people usually like come back from summer camp and know totally. how to do that. Yeah. Like, you like, think it's a learnable I think it I think is. everyone can Still? do it. Yeah. I think it is because I, this is a, this was like embarrassing me for a while, but I never learned how to snap as a kid. I would always like do that. I would do like a, like that. Would you be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guys. 
Just <laughs> but my roommate in New York, when I was like an adult, was like, how'd you never learn how to snap? And then it's like the snap happens from this part of your, your finger hitting yeah. the palm of your hand. Yeah. And once he explained it to me, I was just like, Oh, cool. Yeah, That's how it works. So I think the whistle thing is like if someone was like, no, it's the air that you're trapping here. And then you'd be like, and then you get it. Yeah. You guys, new goals. Let's all whistle goals. New goals. I'm having a whistle uh, podcast. Next the year, year she learned to whistle. Yeah. Next on Oprah's book club. Yeah, exactly. I want to I want to talk about Charlotte's um, I want to attitude. <laughs> she did have some serious <laughs> attitude. Dude, when that. they went to that <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. No, yeah. for but real. Gas. I know. Because yeah. she f- flipped on a dime so quickly. Yeah. Truly. And then I guess it was because it was like, I guess Carrie realized like, okay, she's going through something right, right now. Right, right. But um, what what were like the big books? What was the big fad, self-help fad at the time? That's a great Because the big, because this I mean, like I feel 2000s. like that whole shit just through like Instagram and stuff. I'm like, I feel like See, I, that is exactly what I most, feel like that was probably like the secret. Like was yeah. the secret oh, big maybe. in 2001? Probably. It was just like, like if you just like, if say you're going to get something, Set your get intentions. It. Yeah. yeah. But also, when I was listening to the lady talking, like, it was so vague. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Which she was, was just like, believe. Yeah. Believe. Yeah. And then she was just doing that for an hour <laughs> yeah, and a half. Yeah, put yourself out there. Yeah. What? What? Which, which I think, that's what I was like, I wonder the specific thing they were parodying, if, if there was, because sometimes there's like mm-hmm. a specific Is it Cheryl Strait? Is it like, what is yeah. the... Mm-hmm. I'm, after watching that scene, I'm really disappointed that we hand out microphones now at conferences like that, rather than having the a boom full mic. boom mic operator. Dude, the fact yeah. that... Do you think the boom mic operator on the actual crew was like... They couldn't have just let me do they that. Just I'm like, sure. Give me this one thing. They couldn't have just let me do that one thing to I'm, get on yeah. camera. My wife has been asking when I'm going to be in yeah. front of the camera <laughs> on her favorite show yeah. for five seasons. Instead, I got to rest this boom on Richard's head. Like they did every an audition episode. for a boom mic episode. Yeah. That's my dream job. Did you I know. know? That was, yeah. You were that a for boom Halloween one year. I was a boom mic operator for Halloween. It was one of the best. <laughs> it was one of the best costumes I've ever had. Because people would be like, "What are you filming?" I'd be like, "Shh." <laughs> you would just go into the. That's the greatest. It was pretty Anything solid. with a microphone for a costume. I have, um, I'll say annual, but I've only done it twice. Uh, wrestling party called Fall Brawl, where you come as a real or a fake wrestler. And uh, my friend came as Mean Jean this year. And it was great because people would just be having conversation on the party and she would go in and stick a mic oh, in her oh face. Oh my gosh. And start like, and being like, so what's the, and just doing all these catchphrases when they're like, we're just talking about I'm so, my actual life. Yeah. Has anyone ever been Paul Bear? Yeah, first year. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, my friend Marissa. She was Paul Bear, and it was crazy. Did she how just much walk she... around doing crazy facial expressions? She looked. I'll show you pics after have an this. Urn with it was great. She had the urn. Yep. That's anyway, amazing. sorry, that's off tangent, but no, I love I'm any, super in for that. anything yeah. with a mic. It was. Uh, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, I think role. Charlotte was like. I mean, she was obviously going going through something, and, yeah. and maybe she felt like no one was taking her seriously, which which is why she snapped at Carrie. But then yeah. they had like a really nice moment where yeah. Carrie stuck up for her. Spoken to the boom mic that yeah. she like really is trying, and then she's out there. Yeah, she's out she there. Is, you know no. when Carrie takes that pause. Yeah, she that, focus. She laser focuses in, and then mm-hmm. really like, but yeah, like that's was Charlotte friend. really out there? Was it demonstrated that she was? They no. were so there was the a dude that like, came home, was impressed by her apartment. And she had a chance. You're mm. talking Whoa. about Wow Guy. Yeah, wow Guy. At the end of he season came, four, when he saw her apartment, he was like, Wow. wow. Uh huh. Wow. But it's like, I mean, that's where I. Listen, genuinely love the show, love everything, but it's sort of like this. They almost lingered. I was like, geez, 
just cut to the next scene. They were like lingering on it too much. I was like, chill, everybody. It was like a. I well, felt that a little that way a little bit. I'm sorry with no, with uh, the Samantha and Richard. Like yes, the t- the, the finger the, the finger lick. Mm-hmm. And the, like they did that so many times this episode. It's so like, many thoughts. First of all, that ring would be nine million dollars. That ring yeah. was the ring he gave her was giant. And that's like Museum of Natural History. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gem room ring. Um, also with the Charlotte thing with her putting herself out there. And being like, oh, she's out there. It's like, really? Because you guys just sat on the street and she said 38 guys she would have sex with yeah. but didn't say hello to anyone. Yeah, so exactly. So she's like she might be sideline. out there, but she ain't talking. Right. And the one guy mm-hmm. that did stop and talk to you had, you were a, disgusted had a big, by. ugly, bald head. <laughs> and as, as two people who are balding or, yeah. you know, one bald, one is taking medicine for it. Yeah. yeah. For I, we don't appreciate that. Yeah, I'm just right? naturally getting there as a slow slide. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everyone has men. their own slope. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's what, um, and when I saw her doing her affirmation, sorry, I'm just giving you guys like this smattering of thoughts I wrote down. Do you guys know how hard it is to clean lipstick off a mirror? It's got to be so tough. And she was slathering it on there. It's a grease based <laughs> product. <laughs> Like, I didn't think of that. We're never coming back from that. No. Yeah. No. Why not just use? Well, good. She's exp- keeping her affirmations there for a long time. Well, that's How about true. A post-it note? How about an yeah. Expo dry erase marker? Yeah, they you write on mirrors, that. right? Yes, that's yeah. one of the best things. Don't Why go buy a whiteboard. Go buy an Expo. And use I'm sure that was expensive, nice lipstick. You know, it was Chanel. I oh, feel like in the writers' room they talked about that and they're like, "It's not, it's but it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be the Look most poetic." Cool. Yeah, like they probably mentioned dry erase. Yeah, but as soon as she did it, you said red rum. Just like that. I know, it's act definitely a shiny writing. thing. That's like yes. what? It's red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Oh, there's, red a little, rum. there's a little man that lives in my mouth, Carrie. Red rum. <laughs> red rum. Red rum. Is that your Steve? No, that's that was my. <laughs> that that was my, sounded like Steve. That, did, that was my kid from The Shining <laughs> as Steve. That's Got it. Was. Okay, yeah. perfect. Totally. Hey, hey, Miranda. He's a little. My mouth. It's a little man that lives in my mouth. His name's Brady. You want to shoot some hoops? Don't, huh? worry, don't worry. He's baptized. Hey, don't oh. worry. In case he goes to hell, he won't really be there. It's like he gets tagged out. You know? He'll That's, be on fire. It's okay. He'll be uh, on we fire. Have a, sinking three. We, we have a, we have a big Steve contingent and Steve following yeah, on this podcast. Yeah. Okay. We're trying I to love go Steve to, too. We, we're trying to. I don't think we have time. Yeah, we might. We, have, we're trying to go to Chicago to. To meet Steve, talking to Eggerberg. <gasps> what is he doing? He's, he's on Chicago, Chicago, Chicago Fire. Chicago Fire. Fire. I yeah. am so happy for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and he's Steve. he he posts a lot on Instagram with fire real firefighters. Yeah. yeah, I think he's just like a genuinely good guy. He seems like a good guy. I think he's Steve. Yeah, I think he's one of the people that like they went in and he was like, hey, "You got any direction for me?" And they were like, <laughs> no, he "Do can't do that." that. <laughs> he comes do and he's that. Like, I'm here to empty the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> are you here for Are you here for an audition? <laughs> yeah, once they put these boxes yeah. down, where so, do you want so, these put down? What are these break, cameras doing? Uh, I'm breaking. Can I go shoot hoops? <laughs> yeah, shoot yeah, whatever you want. Steve. I wore my basketball shorts. So. Hey, uh, <laughs> between takes, can I work on some dribbling drills? <laughs> Maybe. Hey, can we do the over under on when Richard? Cheats on her again. It's oh, got to be two. Yeah, episodes. I don't remember. So this is a legit. Oh, so it happens. It's got to be. I don't know. I just know it happens. It has to. It's got to be that either he cheats on her or he's just looking and checking people out, and she's yeah. like, "I gotta have more respect for myself than to always be wondering." Because even that woman, when she, when when she like was gonna do the finger thing again, he was like, "I'm with you" or whatever. Then that uh, like, no, she said, "I love you." He said, "I love you," and then that like five eleven model walked by, and his eyes just like, "No, he didn't." No, he didn't. Oh no, he didn't. She looked to see she looked. In his head, he was just in his head. He like, "Don't fucking look." No, you know, you know that meme of that kid sitting in class going with the veins popping out of his head. That's what he was doing. 
I love you. Also, that chick that walked by, no one would ever check out Richard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she checked him out. Yeah, completely. And I was like, uh-uh. Yeah. No one would ever do that. Especially in, when, when he's on a date. Yeah, that's the thing. It's with like the you woman need to with know a huge that he's diamond rich. on her hand. Yeah. You need to know that he's rich to know that he's Yeah, he would not be selected in Carrie and uh and Charlotte's game on the no. street. Question. They would just let him walk by. Do we know if there's an episode title called For Richard or Poorer? Oh my gosh, there oh should be. My I wanted gosh. to bring this up though we because cuz okay, <laughs> we so write it. Cuz puns are a huge Samantha thing yes, and I, I know love from it. you like you are a big pun person. Truly if I, I could it. go back in time, like I think I, in a different world I was made to write for this show. 100 you would be the best it. Samantha writer I because love on it. on You Deserve a Drink on your YouTube Series. That's all, all I about. do is pervy and innuendo. Did you Wait. ever do because you have a YouTube series where you do you make drinks or things? Did you ever do a Sex in the City cocktail episode? I don't think I did. I don't normally do them for just like TV shows in general, but I don't think I did. And what would you do besides a Cosmo? A Cosmo. Yeah, yeah. You know I what don't I know. mean? You could do the Dirty Dick, which is a Richard drink. <laughs> Wait, what is the <laughs> the dirty? dirty Dick? It's a Richard drink, and you have to drink it like this. Oh, <laughs> Through the fingers. fingers you guys just oh. lick it up. I mean, la, 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 I la, la, never want to see that again. It is so disgusting. It it's makes me hate that I've done that several times. I know. I know. Me too. <laughs> that I've done it as a joke to, do it to people. In a mirror before oh. we're allowed to it, do it. It in is public. funny because it's like everyone's for a minute straight. Yes, just like get well, it all with out. Lipstick. Just <laughs> I hate myself oh, in the mirror. God, There's certain sexual things they do on here that I'm like. No adults do that. That's what we did in middle school. Yeah. Like, right. Before it, we knew even what it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so disgusting. Yeah, it's that, and then it's like the fake blowjob with the tongue in your cheek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, Which, where you're just you, like wheeling a dick towards your mouth like uh -huh. it's <laughs> a flashlight. Yeah. Really <laughs> use, yeah, then you become an adult, and it's like, don't need to use the cheek. The I'm cheek is sure not I a huge... That, I'm pretty sure I did that yeah. to you last night. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well, I, um, I, the first time I saw that, I was in, I think, like, fifth grade, and some, like, a grown-up did that to me at a bowling alley. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my not, gosh. And I didn't know... You know, that was highly inappropriate. And that man's probably in jail right now. Mm -hmm. And I went back to my family and was like, check it out, guys. Because I thought of it, you oh know, like gosh. when you pretend your thumb. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought it was just a miming fun trip, a trick. And I went back to my family and like mimed a blowjob. They were like, don't do that. <laughs> oh, my Stop. gosh. <laughs> Not what magic. Did he look I don't get like? why this is bad. I also uh, don't understand Pee Wee Herman jokes. <laughs> I guess it does. It, it is that perfect cross section of adult joke and hey, where's my thumb? Where's cool your nose? Optical <laughs> illusion. Yeah. It's a very cool optical illusion. Oh, man. <laughs> um, let's quickly talk about the baptism. Yeah. And, and like that um, with, with Brady and Miranda yeah. doubting and Steve getting in her way. And, yeah. And um, my favorite was when Carrie made the baptism about her sins washing sure. off her body. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And, and the she, fact like you were said, you, she was holding the baby while it was baptized. Yeah, I've been to a baptism and and the godparents do not hold the baby. No, the I'm parents, a godmother. I'm a godfather. Yeah. And a, which the Patrick, I'm the godfather. Oh, Patrick, Patrick, I, Patrick I want the, the spinoff. Yeah, a new legend. Dude, Patrick, Patrick was amazing. Legend. We have we have a list of just our favorite guys, guys. from the show, and Patrick is he's, he's just like, up there. He's yeah, in there he's now. Slingshotted near the top of that list. Yeah. Um, I was hoping that you know. Corey and I are from the South. I wanted mm. that baby to get dunked. I know. Ooh. You got to dunk just it. a little sprinkling the on That's the head. They just took out like a little great silver gravy boat and yeah. gave him some sprinkles. Yeah. Right. I wanted that baby 
dumb. The baby's got to get that. <laughs> plug that nose, baby. Get, you're going under. You get, hold your breath, baby. You've been to a church where they just have a giant pool on in the, stage in that the they back. like wheel out. Yeah, you know, yeah. They they uncover it and it's like yeah. All of a sudden, people. you like pull back the curtains and there's a cold hot tub. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will say they it's went baptism Sunday. They went pretty deep into like all of the ceremony. I was like, they're like. Going yeah. real scriptural. scriptural. They really did. And yeah. Miranda went through. That's all, my favorite part. When she went through the liturgy as a lawyer and was like, no, we're yeah. losing this part. I we're losing the renunciations of we're Satan. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with this episode with, like you said, they lingered on the love thing for a while. Yeah. Even though the woman on stage was super repetitive and on a million of the, you know, the V to the, the mouth. Finger Vs. And with all that scripture, I feel like. They were light on the script, mm. and they were like, "We'll make up two minutes on set mm. somehow." There was definitely <laughs> one thing that one thing we well, love about few this more, is few more uh, eating pussy out jokes. Yeah, just, yeah, like, just put your hold put, on it. Few more V's. Hold on it. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely one thing. The best episodes of the show are is when the script comes around and each woman gets like their own story arc, and there's an overarching theme. And this one seemed to dip in and out of that a little bit. Mm. But you're right. It didn't kind of like hit at home. Yeah. There was a lot of like loose kind of just like we're going to stay in one location for a long time. Yeah. We're going to revisit the church like three times or it's something like, like that. It's like they had to film this one quicker mm. than yeah. otherwise. I will say it looked like they had a whole lot of money with that like conference. Even like the, the extras. I was, like, I was yeah. like, this seems like a little higher budget. Yeah, I mean, they hired a boom guy actor. They hired a boom. They didn't use the they same boom guy. On the any boom. They didn't use the boom. They didn't use a boom gal. It was a boom gal. There you go. I'm Good. curious because I think you. I think this next one's going to be a fun one. You know, they don't do a dip into, like, religion and self-doubt and things without coming back up with some hijinks. That's true, yeah. I think Carrie's due to find uh, a guy. I think she's got to find a guy. I think Burger is this like season. Burgers. Which we've burgers never met Burger, season? but we've heard Burger's <laughs> on the way. Oh, get Ready. Yeah. We're ready for burger. Oh my god. Um, well, unfortunately, we have to cut this episode a little bit short. I'm but sorry. No, that's no, okay. That's okay. Uh, but <laughs> what we do at the end of every single episode is we do a Cosmo rating where we go around, we rate the episode one to five Cosmos. Wow. Uh, and okay. you can use your entire experience. You every every episode you watch with your stepmom takes into considerate take that into consideration while you're rating your thoughts on this episode you can use half and quarter cosmos half here's quarter. what we'll do okay. we'll do ours now One out of five. and then you can think yeah okay. okay so let's all go ahead everyone get yours all right get yours in your mind i got mine all right three two one two three three seven five you guys did three? I did wow. three. I did 2.75. So we were really close. I wow. kind of almost feel like I could have gone lower. To I'm be giving it two Cosmos. Really? Okay, yeah. And I'm yeah. going to say they put too much triple sec in it. Because <laughs> this was a little too sweet for me. Okay. Love it. Love yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I liked this episode. Here's what I liked about this episode. Is every character felt like they had a little bit of a story. I True. like it when it's like a little... I like the show when it's like a little bit more fun and funny. And I think like some of the scenes felt a bit long. Like, did we really need to see them order their food from the waitress? Yeah. Like, right. that was like a little bit... Did I need to know that Miranda yeah. gets a Denver omelet? I yeah. already assumed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there was like things in this episode that felt like it was not super well put together. Wait, but it had like a, it, out. it had like a lot of decent elements of, yeah. that makes a good Sex and the City episode. I wish yeah. they would have just like edited it a little bit more. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. I'm get. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, I'm so excited because with the burger season... That's a burger episode is one of my f- top three episodes. Yes. I'm oh, really wow. stoked about that. I'm mm-hmm. giving it three because I feel like it was like way too much put into it. It was like a little too like I'm glad I got to see Amy Sedaris and Molly Shannon. It's yeah. super excited for that. Mm-hmm. 
there was some fun stuff, but it just felt kind of loose, not properly mixed and measured. Yeah. And yeah. a Cosmo that's just a little all over the place. It left me shaken. Mm. Not stirred. Not stirred I'm up at all. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I wanted I'm to be shot. Right? Three Cosmos, and one's for Amy Sedaris. Okay. One is for Patrick. Yes. And one is for Steve's mom, who, who we didn't talk is about. the most realistic representation of like a mom from Queens. So totally. Just like She's great. Like how much, there's this bar we used to hang out with, hang out at Cold Old Carriage. How much is she She's just a person from Old Carriage? carriage. Yeah. Well, also, the best line I feel like of the whole episode was, no, just a few beers. Yeah, just yeah, a yeah. few beers. Yeah. That was the best. Ma just joke. had a few beers before yeah. coming here. Is she drunk? Just a few beers. Just a few yeah. beers. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, so it was great. Yeah. Um, Mamrie, where can people find you on the internet? You have your yeah. books, uh, which is You Deserve a Drink, and I've got this <laughs> I around. I love plugging stuff. You guys yes. go oh, yeah. get Mamrie's books. Go yes. you know, listen to your podcast. The, blow the dust off of them. Yeah, podcast, this might get weird, and then I'm Mametown on all socials. Oh, Amazing. And, and yeah. does your dog on Instagram? Yeah, Beans with beans a Z, heart, H-A-R-T. Beans has been asleep beans on Beans has been couch here the whole time. The entire beans time. She has thoughts, but that's going to be a whole separate episode. You know, She's kind of always doing the tongue thing. She is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put my hands in front of her yes. mouth. Can we do a picture? Yeah. Oh <laughs> She's my like, what's gosh. happening? Uh, that's ah. so good. Beaners. We're doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate Thanks it. This is so, so much fun. Yes. Thanks so much, Mamrie. Bye. 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 The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at The Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.